I'm Chris. I am 32 years old. I am Kieran Justice Experienced and I work with the National Leadership Network. I'm Kira. I am 19 years old. I am currently studying physical education at the University of Edinburgh. I'm Care Experienced and currently working with the National Leadership Network. Um, how did you first hear about the National Leadership Network and why did you apply basically well for me yeah i suppose i heard about it through uh ruth kerriker who is the um lead project worker for youth just us which is a a sort of group um where kerry justice experienced people can go meet and sort of have a chat and have some food and really help change um really really yeah just help change and influence in policy across scotland and so i sort of heard about it through her because she received an email from Gary and I really sort of wanted to apply because the email that came out was just so basic it was just so like we just want people who are care experienced and that kind of drew me in instantly because normally there's a whole criteria you need to meet and sort of if you don't meet it you don't get the opportunity and really yeah it was just what's your name and why do you want to apply for it and it just looked interesting so yeah Kira I'll do the same question to you why did you want to apply and really how did you hear about um, the network? I actually heard in quite a similar way. I got an email um, just from um, someone in the social work team in my local authority and it was just like the photo of the the leaflet that they had sent around being like, this is something that you might be interested in. And um, I looked at it and applied and this was at a time where I'd kind of just started doing quite a few different projects to do with care experience and trying to improve different aspects of of their lives. And I, I guess I just kind of wanted to, to continue on that pattern, like imp- improve different areas because um, my angles before were just kind of like sport related. And this gave me an opportunity to go somewhere else that I hadn't necessarily thought about before. So it, it was perfect really and it came up at exactly the right time. So I think for me as well, like, yeah, the timing was good. I think because we were in the middle of COVID and it was online. I think it just worked best that way and then I guess that's sort of how we've still been working now is online meeting each other virtually for the last year and a half. Yeah 100% like I don't, I don't know if it had been in person um, which I think it would have been um, realistically if um, Covid wasn't a thing then I'm not sure I would have actually been able to make it. In a way I'm actually really glad that it did end up being mostly just online. Yeah, I can say the same. Like, for me, it's just made it more accessible. Like, we're always so busy, we're always doing five, six diff- different things ourselves. And yeah, make it online at time, times it suits us. Like, we can change it, whatever has helped. Going on from that, um, your, your role in the, the network has been um, quite a bit different from mine at the start, anyway. Um, what were you doing? Like, what, what is it that you've actually been involved with throughout the start of the project? Our roles have been completely different. Um, I was brought in as a consultant for the NLN alongside somebody else, Charlotte, who um, we both had great passion, great ideas, and we kind of knew what we wanted, kind of knew how we could probably help with our skills and experience that we've already gained through our projects we've been a part of. So my role as a consultant was really to, I guess in a way, help design decision-making methods and then give it back to you guys, Kira, um, as the... Was it the the grant assessors sort of because the roles are completely different? So my role is more like working with Karen and Lisa intensively on what we need to do to set it up to make sure it's got to work for everybody in the right way, and so I just look at how we're going to make sure everyone's equal throughout the whole process, and how we're going to make sure that this is completely different and independent from anything that's happened before. 
That was sort of my main role at the very, very beginning where you guys were deciding on who should be offered the partner's position. And then sort of moving on from that, my role changed. Um, it changed dramatically. I was in chairing all the partners' meetings um, and getting them on track to start working together, bringing them together, you know, with team building stuff. And um, and then sort of it's just moved on from that now. Um, I'm now part of the interim oversight group with yourself and sort of working to the same goal of making sure that the network's set up in the right way and making sure that what needs to happen is happening and the way it should be happening and making sure that no one's taking over, making sure everyone is equal throughout the whole process. What was your role um, at the very beginning? Because we didn't really meet until the oversight group. Yeah, so at the start, as you'd mentioned, I was one of the grant assessors, which was just um, literally looking at all the applications um, that, that people had put in to say why they should be involved in getting the funding for um, like to be part of the project and there was actually I think there was about like 10 of us maybe um, and we all get like assigned different applications to actually assess and we all spoke through them to say why some should, should go forward and, and why some shouldn't and then like after that I was involved in the interview process with all the partners so like getting to speak to all, all the the CEOs of different organisations was obviously really cool. After that um, we're both doing the interim oversight board but then on top of that I ended up getting involved with the other two legacy projects as well doing doing the exact same thing a, a grant assessor and then doing the interviews for, for those guys as well which was obviously really cool too. It's It's been amazing to actually just be involved in all three log legacy projects from the Life Changes Trust. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a bit surreal over the last, um, almost going on two years. I think I can agree with that. The, the surrealness of the challenge that we've had, the, the amount of work that, that we've done, the amount of work we've produced and the amount of work that we're still doing. My next question to you here is really around, like, what have you found the most difficult about your role? I would definitely have to say, like, actually coming up with um reasons why you're saying no to people like i think that that's always something you don't really want to do um like no i'm sorry i'm not going to give you this funding or more, more recently like with the steering board uh, steering group sorry um having to explain why we've not picked people for stuff and it's it's not because we don't think they would be amazing at what they're doing it's just they might not be exactly what we're looking for but I'm going to flip it on you again. What's been your hardest thing so far? Definitely being saying no to people and sort of having uh, come up with the right feedback for them and sort of explain why right now isn't a, isn't the right time for them. I think that's been a challenge, especially when we've had, like, like more recently we've done recruitment and we had like 74 applications. To find the, the, the right people, maybe not the right people, but the people who they feel like would benefit most from this sort of role is, it's been the challenge and sort of part for me and I think I've gained a lot of experience on the best ways to give constructive uh, feedback to people. But in in terms of that like I feel like um, looking back on us probably a year ago we have probably developed so much because of the National Leadership Network but in terms of the experiences you've had and we've got to do some some cool events in obviously interviews stuff like that you've got to work with partners firsthand how has all these experience made you feel? Honestly, worried at times. Um, <laughs> frustrated at times. 
um, stress stress at times. Um, but overall, it's made me feel amazing. Like just seeing all the different parts of of the network coming together, the partners coming together, us even coming together because we didn't even six months ago or like eight months ago we didn't know each other. I knew you, I knew you on paper, but I never met you because you were doing one thing with the network, I was doing another. But there's, there's always a way to bring us together and something like this, even for example, like the interim oversight group sort of came from your ideas, from the grant assessors and things of Charlotte's to sort of make sure there's a consistent flow of people through the network who knows what's going on and to help shape it. So yeah, it's, it's, I think we've been for a world whirlwind of emotions um, as a massive collective group of people who, but, or even a small group of people who have seen the network from a bit of paper to really what it is today. And I guess I'll flip that on you as well, Kira, um, that sort of question. Yeah, I think, you know, like seeing people's applications um, for, for what the, the network could be, because obviously when they were applying for funding, it was they were creating the project. It just had to be based around leadership and a few other like different qualities. But seeing people's ideas of what the network could be made into and then what it's become now and what it's going to become in the future has just been so cool to see like how many people can actually say that that like from our age especially that they've seen a project grow from literally being an application for funding to do something to bringing multiple organizations together to create something purely for the development of people and i just think that's something that like you, you can get on a, on a normal day like that's not something that everybody's going to be able to get the chance to do and i just feel quite like privileged that, that we've been able to get involved in that and genuinely would not change it for the world and meeting people like like gary and lisa and and yourself obviously and all the other guys it's just been again surreal just because like coming into this i kind of thought like yeah i'll um, assess some applications i'll make a little bit of a difference meet a couple of people but I didn't think I would actually make a connection when I first joined. Like, I think it was more because it was online. People weren't used to being online yet. And it was a little bit awkward. But, like, a year and a half later, I would not change it for the world. Like, <laughs> would happily just, like, message you guys. The people have been amazing. And I didn't think that, like, we could make that connection because it was all online at start. It was just a bit awkward. And, um recently like I've actually like do you know what like I'm doing things in my life and I'm like oh I need to go and tell Gary about that or I need, oh, Chris would love to hear about this or or even like the conversation we were just having before this of literally just like gaining each other's life experience like actually getting to know what it is because we spend so much time working on the network that we haven't actually had a lot of opportunity to just speak about what we're doing and like the small snippets we do get are just amazing like we're, we're up to just so many cool things if i do say so myself but it's just been amazing a final question from me um when it comes to the network oh we've obviously been in it for quite a while now from the very start um why do you stay involved i've been a part of this for so long and i think that what keeps me here is the amount of people we're seeing, the amount of stuff we're actually doing, and how mental this is going to be. Because it's a five-year project at the minute, but who knows, that could get extended. And I think that this is what the sort of whole purpose of me saying is. I've seen it from nothing, and now I'm seeing all these people get involved. I've seen Gary and Lisa, like, not changing at all. Like, it's just Gary and Lisa, and it's just you. Like, none of us have changed. It feels like we've been, like, good friends for years, and 
are sort of wanting to just set this up because it's the right thing to do. And I feel like for me, it's making sure it's the right thing and it keeps being the right thing for years and years to come. So we don't get lost in, in politicalness or we don't get lost in like, anyone's organisation's values. It's what we need and how we're going to do it and we're going to do it the right way. So yeah, just being totally honest, like, I think what keeps me here is the people and the fact that at the end of the day we are doing something that's absolutely amazing. And also we've had completely different experiences, but the interim oversight group has been an experience we've shared together. And I feel like me and you have been a part of the like ILG um, for so long now that I think if one of us was to leave, it, it would change completely. Um, and the dynamics would change, it just wouldn't feel right. So I kind of like, the network's a part of my life that I feel like is right. It's not like I'm getting pushed to do anything. Like, I could take a step back and Gary and Lisa are just so supportive. Like, Lisa helped me write applications. Gary helped me um, when I go for a difficult time. Gary helped me. And like, yeah, it's the people who are a part of this whole network that keeps me here. And I feel like that's what the network should be about. Um, and really, yeah, Hira, why are you like still here after so long? You know, it's it's um, quite a few different reasons for me. Like, I, I, I genuinely at this point do not think I could leave. Um, I just want to see where the National Leadership Network goes and I want to see the people that come through it and what impact they can have on those people. I, I really just want to see kind of what happens. Not even just that. Like, I want to see what other paths it takes. Like, will it go into different areas like the arts or sport or whatever else I just kind of want to see what different angles it, it can take at, at this point like obviously you and I are in, in paid roles at the moment but if it was told to us at any point that like do you know what no we've got our steering group we, we don't actually have like the, the ability to fund your positions anymore I would happily stay on voluntarily like that wouldn't be an issue for me. Like the the need the the network is just something that I don't want to step back from. Obviously, if if I was asked to kind of step away for a few months, I would. Not that I think that would ever happen because Gary and Lisa would miss us too much. But yeah, but I think I agree with you though. Like, I definitely donate my time, like volunteer, like to it. Everyone, we need to step back this network. Like it's it's us. The network is us and. And we're the network now, uh, in a way. Yeah, it's, it's something that we've helped created. And I think that us leaving now would just be so weird. Like, even for Gary and Lisa, because they've obviously been at the very start before us. Because, like, they had to actually get us on board first. Um, so that it could be created by young people in care. But if we left now, I actually, like, feel like they would maybe feel a little bit lost too. I feel like some people just need to stay involved. And if that's us, amazing. If it's not, then kind of too bad for us but um i really think it will be us i think i just don't think they can get rid of us now and i just think that like that's going to be what builds a network more it's going to be people just wanting to come in and commit their time and not ask for anything in return and we are completely happy to do that because it's for such a good cause yeah i 100 agree with you on that and it's weird because normally we'd be like ah, everybody needs to be paid but for us it's like don't care if we get paid like it's now we help build the foundations we help build the post now we've helped build the house and i guess for us now it's now what's the next for for the network there, there isn't like a, a strict thing for us like if we've got an idea and we think it will benefit the the network then we can just go and see how that works out um with some things over others obviously but i just think that that's that's so cool that they're able to just let young people do that and like 
it's it's building our schools, yeah, but that's the whole point of the National Leadership Network. It's to develop young people that have got care experience or, or anyone with care experience. And I just think that there isn't another project like it. And again, that's the point. There isn't another one like it. And it's like the first of its kind. And I just hope that it keeps expanding and goes past that five years and, you know, does us justice, kind of. Yeah, I think the unique thing about it is there's no upper age limit. So, like, when people are applying for the jobs, there's no upper age limit. Where at the very, I'll be honest, at the very beginning, the cutoff was maybe 26, but it's not that anymore. It's completely changed. It's completely different. Like, it's just anyone with a care experience in any shape or form, adoption, kinship, residential, secure, foster, residential, like, whatever it may be, come together and let's like harness your skills. And it's not about talking about your care experience at all. Like, we've never done that. I think that's something that should be, be, be interesting actually through all is we've never sat there and went, oh, so what's your care experience? It's what's your, what, what do you think of this, right? You don't like this, why? Let's talk about it. Or you love it, let's still talk about it. And I think that's what's great about being us, like me and you, like working together on this, is always bounce with each other, but we, we can always have a disagreement and see our sides of our opinions. And nine, I don't know if has like a whole disagreement, it's we always come to the right conclusion at the end up. Doesn't matter how we get there, but we we're always get to the right thing or the right conclusion or decide on the, the the yes or no answer together. It's never okay. You said yes, you said no, so let's just say yes. I think that's also it's been like a unique sort of it's a challenge throughout the whole network. Yeah, it's definitely built our relationship up. I think over the past couple of months, like we obviously went from not knowing each other at all and just kind of knowing of each other, um, like. <laughs> I, I just remember um, Gary in our meetings just like mentioning you and Charlotte and was like, oh my God, these guys must be amazing sort of thing. Um, but knowing Gary, like he's just... A, a... It's Gary, isn't it? It, it? Gary like was mentioning all you guys and, and we were thinking, honestly, me and Charlotte were thinking the same and the weird thing is like we've had such a vast experience but we feel like we're equal together. It's not like I'm hiring you, you're hiring me. It's okay, so we're, we know what we're working towards. Let's do this together. And it's weird because Gary and Lisa are very, like, never, unless they're forced to, share their opinion. And I think that that's what's really, like, cool about this is they leave it up to us to decide on absolutely anything that's going on. And, like, for example, like, when I our meetings, like, I had to actually draw out Lisa and go, right, you've disagreed with something, so share your opinion, let's discuss it, and, and let's see where we go next from that. Like, so it's important that we treat everyone as equals if that's the way that it's meant to be. No, it's definitely a positive thing that they let us kind of do our own thing and they'll give their opinion if we ask for it and, and not really otherwise. Or they'll ask first, like they won't just give their opinion, they'll say like, would you like my opinion? And we're not going to say no, obviously, because we're always, always interested. But they never just hit out with anything. It's just like, would you like me to add a little bit into this if we're struggling or something like that? Um, but it's just, they're so supportive and I don't think the network would be what it is without them. I 100% agree. I think that they've helped make the network be like this. I think that if they're like, no, you have to do it this way, it'd be completely different to what it is now. And yeah, I really think that at, at the end of the day here, Gary and Lisa, yeah, they might be the full-time members of staff. They might be working on it 24-7, but they know our passion, they know where we're coming from, so they always check in. And they're always like, like for example, I just phoned, you can phone Gary at any time, at Lisa at any time, they always answer. Or they'll be like, 
oh, I'll phone you back as soon as I'm at this meeting. I think that that's what's unique. You don't even need a time to speak to them. You just phone them and then they'll phone you back as soon as they can and stuff. And that's that's the way it should be. And it's the way that they've always worked. And like they've never changed. It's always just been Gary and Lisa, like, with the crack and stuff. Like, like it's just, yeah, we can have a laugh, have a joke, and we can be serious when we need to be. 